0: There has been so much misinformation put out from some of these crazy Karens. Blah, blah, blah. Excuse me. (laughs) We have the mother. This is obviously the missing mother. And we have the child. And they just poof, disappeared. It
1: was how he was not only going to kill me, but how he was going to kill my husband.
2: And the race was on. This is The Clone Files with Philip and Carolyn.
0: And a very good morning, afternoon, night, evening, whatever it may be for you. <laughs> Hopefully uh, you uh, have gotten past Christmas and everything's worked out well. This uh, podcast will be dropped, I think, after Christmas. Isn't that right, Caroline, after Christmas?
1: Well, first of all, good morning.
0: Um, it's not a good morning, but anyway, go ahead.
1: Good morning to our listeners. Oh, good
0: morning to the listeners, yes. Good Maybe morning. not
1: for you. It has not. Um. Yeah, so this is going to be our last podcast of the year. Right. Of 2022.
0: Yep, and it's been a great year, and we really appreciate all of you out there that listen to this. I think uh, the count is now well over 27,000, so we really do appreciate you. We love you, and we thank you for following our cases and uh, that we make public.
1: Actually, we hit 30.
0: Oh, my bad, 30,000. So a lot of you are listening, and it's spreading like wildfire, and so I'm excited about that. That, that Everybody told us this wouldn't work, and guess what? It's working. Um, anyway, so this morning, we thought we'd lighten it up a little bit, or this afternoon, or this evening, whenever you're listening. We thought we'd uh, lighten it up a little bit. We brought every investigator in, uh, senior investigator, into the office, and we are going to talk. About, what'd you say, the pit and the peaks?
1: Her pit and peaks of the year.
0: Pit and peaks. That's P-I-T and peaks, P-E-A-K-S. Oh,
1: please keep going.
0: Uh, I'm so funny. (laughs) Anyway, um, we're going to go ahead and do that. And uh, we brought everybody in. So let's kind of introduce. Why don't you do the introductions this morning?
1: Okay. So present today we have,
0: excuse me.
1: Philip is quite in a mood today. Oh, yeah. I wish y'all were in this room. Mm, nobody, Anyways, nobody listens mm. to me. Oh, man, people are gonna run with that. That'll be fun. That's fine. Run. run
0: all hard. right, For so me.
1: here here in the room today we have our whole team. So all the way from Georgia is MJ Holmes. Hello. We have Charlie. Good morning. And we have Taylor. Hello. And you can tell that they're all in a really happy mood.
0: When the boss isn't happy,
2: nobody's happy.
0: Put it that way.
3: Anyway. It's been quite a morning. <laughs> all right. So anyway.
0: You want guess to- it, it you-
2: doesn't help that it's like 10 degrees outside.
0: All right. Yeah, all right. Okay. So pit and peaks. Yeah. Well, that's good. Let's go. I'm ready. Do you want me to go first? No, I'll go last.
1: No, you go first. No, I'll go Since last. Since you're so chipper no. this morning. Mm-mm. I'll
0: go
2: last. Go.
1: All right, Charlie, why don't you tell us what your pit and peak are of the year of 2022?
2: Case-wise. Uh, I don't know. I guess... Um, Not
1: case-wise, just in your professional business.
2: Yeah. Um, you've had some good cases this year. Yeah, yeah. I guess my peak is that... Uh, this one case here just uh, I mean I guess it's not finalized but yeah. so that's a pretty high peak
0: you were out there in those searches you um, you were uh... (laughs) God if people give me one more signal behind the scenes I'm just gonna scream um the bottom line is you were out there in a couple of the searches right sure. and and so why why do you feel so much satisfaction towards the response?
1: satisfaction and while the
2: <laughs> I would just say because it's, it's 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 another person found it's done not so much personally just all around that Well they, and
1: that's what we're assuming cuz we don't have actual we don't, proof and it's we don't
2: pretty much going to be
0: you know Nah. We we yeah I mean I agree with you I, I we don't have the hundred percent but you know so from what we've been told and you know it's it's probably going to end up being him but um so that was a peak in your career finding the, the I mean for
2: the year yeah I mean that's yeah just to hopefully mark that one off the the list and move on to others what was your pit I don't know pit I don't know. Did you get shot at this year?
0: No. Oh, that's no, that's a good year.
2: No. I would say um I don't know. Really don't have a pit. Mr. Know. positive today, I guess. There's not a one. Nothing. No. Okay. I mean, not that I can really think of.
0: No 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 suspect you got angry at nobody you got furious with other than me. What I mean, um, what? No, I can't really think
2: of anything that's just horrible.
0: God, it's like drawing blood out of a dead body. I mean, you just know, you know, it's not going to happen.
2: Yeah. No. Okay. I might chip in in a minute for thinking something. not right, put me goes. on the spot first, so I don't know. Okay, Caroline,
0: yeah. what's next?
1: All right, then let's see who the next one is going to be. You want to go last, don't you?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay.
4: Or you
1: can go. Okay, Taylor. Taylor's
4: ready. So here we have it. Up to the mic there, Taylor. Okay. So my peak... Sorry, I slammed it on the table. (laughs) My peak was I became an investigator. That's, you know, pretty obvious that was my peak this year. I don't really have a pit. I've had a few doors slammed in my face this year. (laughs) Some angry people, and I'm doing process serving. But other than that, I think becoming an investigator tramples over any pit I would have so
1: well look at you go I know you you hey you're the only one that really knew what your pit and peak were so far (laughs) okay you ready MJ over there you got
3: yours I think so um well I'm in Georgia so I have my own company there too and I was so licensed here but most of my work is in Georgia so um I think my Peak this year was a case that I've been working since two thousand eighteen, the Sean Arthur case out of Metairie, Louisiana. Huge, Uh, huge case. Yeah, so two individuals uh, were traveling cross country. He was sex trafficking her. She ended up in, uh, they both ended up in a jail in Atlanta. I was able to get into the jail and interview the um, the female suspect, and she after three interviews. And hours of recordings, she basically confessed everything. How they drug the people. She basically it was running ads on the radio. I mean, on the internet for companionship, escorts, um, sex. And there was a, a guy who answered an ad for just a companion for a night. And she came over, and and they mix up a concoction of pills and um, of their own concoction they get xanax and some sleeping pills and put them in these little capsules and then they drop them in their drink until they're incapacitated then they proceed to steal all their belongings well they got caught in atlanta put in jail and i interviewed her and she confessed to a lot of things and it it's it's been very frustrating for the family because their son is dead and they want justice for their son and he's um that the father is just um he's he's non-stop which is good he's perseveres and, um, uh, he finally got it, uh, the attention of the feds since it was cross country and the feds came in and they, they actually, um, they just entered plea agreements this year. They've been in federal custody for a couple of years and, um, he got sentenced to, um, minimum of 25 years for sex trafficking. Um, but not for the death of Sean Arthur. Uh, the female she just she's entering a plea deal she just entered a plea deal as well and she's probably going to get less time i think about seven years but it's um it's been very satisfying on that because at least we have them still in custody they're not going anywhere but we're still trying to pursue charges for um a a minimum of manslaughter Um, anytime there's a a death as a result of a felony being committed uh, it's a it's a murder charge, really. So they're pushing the uh, Jefferson Parish in Louisiana to file charges. And so far they haven't. And they've been dragging their feet. I mean, crime in New Orleans is horrible. It's, it's really um, out of control. And there's a lot of murders. There's a lot of death. And I just I think they're overwhelmed. But still, it's when you have a ton of evidence and you have confessions that that's a, that's a cut and dry case. Sounds like it. Yeah. So
1: it reminds me when I was in New Orleans of the murder. um, It was like a tour, mm -hmm. and they take you to the homes where like murders happened, or like the hotel is where we started at the top of a hotel. Isn't that crazy? It is so crazy. But you're right. There's so many of them that happened. And that was the most interesting tour to me Mm -hmm. because it went through, we went, we walked all through New Orleans Mm -hmm. and they pointed out all of these places and like homes where murders had happened.
3: Well, this girl, um, she was banned from a lot of hotels in New Orleans because they were it was it was their business they would go in and they would attract you know escort services and people would come in a lot of tourism and people come in from out of the country and they would um stay in these really nice hotels and then she would be an escort i mean you know prostitutes are really big big business in new orleans mm-hmm. and but they would incapacitate them with their own concoction of drugs and um steal and she's i mean she stole thousands and thousands of dollars in Rolex watches and jewelry and from these tourists who didn't know what happened. But she was banned from hotels in New Orleans, and then they went on a cross-country spree. One guy ended up in a coma out in California, and it was really bad. And then for Sean to die, he had a reaction to the drugs, we're assuming, because he, he had alcohol. She was putting it in his dr- in his drink. So um, we're, um, I'm working with a, a girl. I had a, a, case, a missing case in Atlanta several years ago. He's still missing, actually. And just disappeared out of the end of the woods, and nobody ever saw him again. But um, Jessica Knoll is a investigative journalist who is who wants to uh, look at this case and and maybe do some podcast on it. So it's going to be very interesting. It's already been on Crime Watch Daily and uh, very publicized in New Orleans because of the the local politics. New Orleans is it's crazy. So good.
2: Okay.
0: Now let me interject. <laughs> What she didn't tell you is, is that she got a confession. She says we got a confession. No, there wasn't any we. She got a confession. And it was really, I'd say, a turning point in the case that solved a bunch of robberies, at least one murder, maybe possibly two. And we got some really bad guys off the street, not we. She did. And I don't think you give yourself enough credit, number one. But number two, I don't think law enforcement has given you enough credit. I know the FBI has and a few other people. But to listen to her interview, is, is, it's like watching somebody draw the Mona, uh, paint the Mona Lisa. It, it was just great. And you should be congratulated. And everybody around the United States that's in our industry should congratulate you. Uh, because folks the, the, we say it all the time around here, there's evil out there. There's, a, 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 there's just evil. And you solved a case that took two evil people off the street. So I'd like to say congratulations to you.
3: Well, thank you. But it's, uh, it's, it's not over yet. They haven't charged, made any charges against them for the death of my client's son. So we're still working on that aspect. But, um, you know, in the, in the work that I do, and especially in Georgia, I do a lot of criminal defense work, and mostly what I do is locate and interview people and, and do all the due diligence and criminal cases that come through, and they're usually serious felonies. And I've had some – I've had a lot of – I mean, not this year, but last year we, we uh, won a murder case because um, it was called investigational bias. They looked at one person instead of the other two suspects, and they just – focused on one person and it was a 10 year case and um he he got off he was exonerated for the for the murder and because he didn't do it and that's the whole thing you know i do a lot of criminal defense and i do a lot of um, interviews in those cases and there's some good and there's some bad i'm i'd say the pit this year um and I was just telling some of this the other day. Just because you're charged with a crime doesn't mean you committed the crime. People, we have vindictive girlfriends. We have vindictive spouses. We have people going through divorce looking into custody cases. Stalkers. Yeah, stalkers. We've had one of those. We worked one of those together, didn't mm-hmm. we? <laughs> yes, we uh, Between Texas and Georgia. Um, but the, the problem is you can make an accusation about someone and... You, instead of them proving your guilt, you're in the bad seat of having to prove your innocence, which is, is not a good position to be in. So proving your innocence is, is very difficult. So, you know, people say, well, how can you, how can you uh, defend a child molester? I'm not defending a child molester. I'm defending their, their right to a fair trial, their right to, um, um, uh, you know, all your, are your amendments, uh, you know, your constitutional rights, you have to preserve those. You can't, just go in and search someone's phone without a search warrant. You can't go in and search their home without proper search warrants. And there's a lot of things that, that, you know, I'm a, I'm very pro law enforcement, but sometimes they make mistakes and there's bad cops in every industry. And I think I've said that before, but, um, well, I guess one of the pits is uh, we had a guy that was accused of, um, child molestation and I honestly don't believe he did it. Um, I didn't find any evidence that he did it other than the mother was pushing the case And pushing the child and it's up, you know, who, who do you believe? So it's, it's really, it can be bad. Yep. Hmm. That's frustrating. Very frustrating. So then they go on appeal and the, you know, they sit in prison for how many years to get through the appeal. But
0: but it's like what we all say in this business. If a police officer comes up to you and reads you your rights, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Invoke your rights. Okay, that's fine. I'll talk when my attorney gets here, but I want an attorney.
3: Absolutely. I had a case recently, not recently, this year, and he sent me, he wanted me to interview all these people involved, and it was basically a home invasion and, and, and robbery case. And it was basically a vindictive thing that this girl had gotten beaten up, and they sent some people over there to, to you know, beat up the guy who did it and make it look like a home invasion. But they, they talked a lot and I'm reading all the pages and pages of incident report. And I'm like, what part of you have the right to remain silent? Do you not understand? <laughs> I mean, I, I call the attorney. I'm like, What he didn't shut up. I mean, right. He basically confessed to doing it. So what do you want me to do? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling you, Oh man. Don't all talk right. too much. Well, those I, are good I, ones. Yeah. Don't talk too much. And
0: that even goes down to when you get pulled over. I mean, I'm the, I'm the, ace of getting pulled over i mean i just got pulled over in austin the other day uh, i mean i get pulled over all the time and 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 the first thing they do is they come up to the car and they say do you know why i pulled you over
1: you're swerving
0: well that is some of it <laughs> but That's but no meaning. but the, what they say is do you know why you're why you why i'm pulling you over and do do i know what's in his mind no so i usually say no sir i, I don't know why you've pulled me over he says, well, who are you? And Because, you know, we have uh, bodyguard units that we use. And uh, I just, you know, you have to in the state of Texas, you have to ID yourself immediately. You give a driver's license and you give your state credentials. And, you know, they look at it and go, oh, okay, well, are you working? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you don't have to answer any questions past that point. If you say, do you know why I pulled you over? Yeah, because I was going 116 and a 55. I mean, that's a stupid answer. Your answer is, I'm not sure. Remember, the government has the burden of proof over the people. That's the way they're supposed to work. Understood. But when you start talking, it makes their job so much easier. Mm
1: -hmm. All right, then. Point taken. Okay, so I'll go next.
0: What are you talking about? You get pulled over all the time.
1: Only for 10, and that's because they just want to harass me.
4: Why would they want to harass you?
1: Because I'm your daughter.
4: And there it is. I don't know. Caroline's kind of a crazy driver. I've been in the car with her. Hey, now. (laughs) Hey, now.
1: I am not that bad. It's
4: it's kind of bad. OMG. Okay,
0: let's take a vote around the room. Is Caroline a bad driver? Raise your right hand.
4: I've never been in I a mean, car with her. I didn't say bad. I said
2: crazy. Is Caroline the crazy driver? Raise your hand.
0: Okay, there no, you go. It's all nice. unanimous.
1: Y'all too much. Okay, so I'm going to start. But I
2: believe you taught her how to drive, so.
1: A truth. Truth. In the Westbrook parking lot.
0: And it's all about <laughs> me again. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um okay so I'm going to start with my P no my pit my pit. Um this year I would say that my pit is in the camp client supervisions the parents that have dropped their kids like like a fly like they just don't care enough to see their children and to me that's just very sad. We see it a lot but Most years it hasn't been this bad. This year has been a level with these families that the parents just don't really care enough to either, whatever it is, whether it's just not see their children, whether it's they got themselves into legal trouble and there's a court order that they can't, but then they're not willing to sort out their legal troubles.
0: Or they're just, are we allowed to cuss? I guess. Dipshits. Okay. Here's the deal. I've seen you go down the hallway or or bring a child down the hallway by my office and head over to the other side of the building where you do the Camp Klein stuff. And I, I see these little kids and they're all excited. And then they wait five minutes. They wait 10 minutes. They wait 15 minutes. They wait 20 minutes. And it's obvious that the dad or the mom, you know, the other parent is not coming. And they didn't tell us they weren't coming. They just don't come. And and I, I I've seen the look on the little kids' faces. They bring their little bear or their little blankie or whatever it is to the back door, uh, the exit doors in the back. And the parent pulls up, and the other parent pulls up and says, "Well, what happened? We don't know. They didn't call us." I, I've seen the look on your face, and I've heard you go into another office and just get real quiet and and, and angry, but folks. If you're spar enough to have a baby with somebody else, okay, be spar enough to stand up for your kid. I mean, that's one of the things. I think you're right. That is a pit.
1: God Mm -hmm. dang, you just brought me down by. Well, it's just frustrating to see. And to see it over and over by some parents is heartbreaking. Anyways, moving on to happier things. My peak, that was my pit. So my peak would obviously be... Um, being awarded investigator of the year this year, that was a huge, huge honor, totally unexpected, did not see that one coming at all whatsoever. I think clearly my, um, tears and speech proved that.
3: Yeah, that was, that was awesome. You did a great job. I mean, the case, the case that they analyzed, I mean, they analyzed a lot of cases, they analyzed your case and it was, um, it was extraordinary.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That was the um, Inks case, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Yep. And she's healthy and, and happy. And, and she's doing great. back with yeah. her dad and mm-hmm. her stepmom and her siblings. Mm-hmm. And I think that just goes to show like right there, yes, I mean, while being awarded Investigator of the Year was by far the best thing. I think also this year, I personally... I think and of course I don't have my list in front of me but for this year alone I think three or four people that I was able to safely be active in returning or being found and that's a huge huge thing in a year in if you're looking at a year around I think
0: you rode with me on the on your first one which was the Allen case right Yes. Yeah. You rode mm-hmm. with me on that one. Yep. She yeah.
1: Came into my custody for the first 24 yeah, hours. I and believe.
0: she really, um, that was, I think an eye opener for you. Cause you actually got to see the child and you actually got to see the psychology of the child Yeah. and you actually got to see the, how law enforcement once, okay, we got him. See you later. And then we're standing there like, uh, you know, they take off the the bad guy, right? The, right? the kidnapper, and then we're left with the child, and then we take them for deprogramming out to San Antonio, and then that one eventually San Francisco. Um, and 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 you see these kids how the all of a sudden they open up like little flowers. And I know that sounds silly for a big guy like me to say, but they do. They're smart. They've been through hell, and they always. Would you tell that one little girl always looking over your shoulder? I mean, I know you. Uh, the post-interview we did over oh, there yeah. in Lake City. Mm-hmm. And I think that those are the things that we sit here and we... we the, the The general public does not understand the job that everybody in this room does. I mean, from Charlie out there kicking snakes out in the middle of the woods, to Taylor coordinating here in the office, to Jane interviewing people, to Caroline being there post-capture, and then, of course, what I do, which is try to keep it all coordinated together and and take the flack. I just think that parental kidnapping, which has gotten better, folks. I mean, it really has gotten better because you can't go down to Mexico these days. You get your head chopped off. Uh, You go down there.
1: Well, I think it's gotten better, and I'm not going to say because of COVID, but – with the stipulations that have been put in place because of traveling because of COVID. Right. Yeah.
0: I'd agree with that. And
1: it's totally different now. We're not, uh, the parental kidnappings that we're seeing are more localized from home to home, not right. And I think the
0: FBI chopping Faye Yeager in the knees, I think that helped a lot. I think uh, Richard Decody, who's out there, he was a lawyer that precipitated a lot of women to leave. I think the, once the church and we will, we won't use the name of the church, but once the church in San Antonio, we were able to cut off their funding for travel. Um, I think that that was a huge, huge step in the right direction. It's good work by a lot of investigators, a lot of investigatorial agencies. I mean, I mean, Jane, you, what? Well, let me finish this first. I had another thought. I can't. Well, I'll hold. I'll hold my thought. But for you, what's it like when you start interviewing people in these parental kidnapping or missing children's case? what is it like for you do you do you, what's your emotions like because I get this asked to me all the time especially by judges how did you feel what did you think what did you and they're all lawyers of course because they want to know this crap but I guess I'm being kind of a lawyer what what do you feel when you get involved in these cases? what how do you control your anger?
3: Well, I don't get angry. I'm just, um, you know, when I'm interviewing someone, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. I'm trying to, uh, it's a lot of empathy involved. So, um, I try to put myself in their shoes. I try to, and usually these people, I don't know. I've never met. I don't know anything about their lifestyle. I don't know anything about their history. And that's good because you want to go in cold, but I don't get angry. Um, I sympathize with them. I empathize with them. Um, and I, there's a lot of key factors that I use to determine if they're lying or not. And, um, but I don't know, it's, um, you have to talk to them on their level and ask a lot of questions and think outside the box. And, and, you know, one question leads to the next and you develop, you know, sometimes in cases, people give you a list of questions to ask people, And they're like, well, you didn't ask this question. I say, well, it wasn't relevant, you know, and, and there's questions that I do ask that are not on the list because one question leads you to the next question. Um, But, you know, if you've ever lost, well, not many people can say that they have a missing loved one. If you've ever lost a child or lost anyone in your life that's just disappeared off the face of the earth, it's, there's more trauma there than you know. It's no one, no one can be in their shoes unless they've been in their shoes. So don't say, I know how you feel if you, if you've never had a lost child or a lost loved one. So you have to be very um, caring, empathetic, sympathetic, but listen to everything that they say because they could be lying. You never know. But in some of these cases that we've been working, um, there's only one that I know that they're flat out lying. And that's the case up in Idaho um, sorry, I had to go there. Yeah. But, um, spot on. I know, right? So there's, we, here
0: come the stalkers.
3: <laughs> I think that's another, that's a pit here, isn't it? I mean, the keyboard warriors.
0: Were you shocked when I was interviewing uh, Jessica's grandfather and he simply looked at you and then looked at me and said, Well, it is what it is uh it it it, you know it's time to move on let's Mm -hmm. let's go have another baby and that infuriated me and i threw that laptop across the room
3: oh yeah i was furious i mean i asked him questions too like uh, he and isaac were finally released to go home on the mountain and um i asked him i said well what did you and isaac talk about on the way back i mean it's a couple hour drive nothing nothing didn't talk about anything this is your grandson you talked about nothing. Nope. Did you talk about Baby Dior? Nope. I, that just blew my mind. He has. He was. That that was the, that was cold. Very cold.
0: And then when we asked Isaac, Isaac, did you talk to Grandpa? And I don't want to release another, a lot of information, mm-hmm. but but Isaac said, "Yeah, we talked all the way home." What are you talking about? I knew right then. I said, "Okay, well, there's there's something going on inside this family," mm-hmm. and uh, you know.
1: Well, that much is obvious.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, and then, of course, Trina Clegg. I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I just I don't understand that woman. I don't understand where she was in it. I don't understand. I wonder what. if
1: she got her letter in to uh, the person that requested those letters, not naming who it was. But I wonder if Trina put, got her letter in.
0: Oh, I, I guarantee I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. What she's talking about is, is there's a... Uh, nutbag job that is, uh, uh, says he's going to have charges filed against me. and Well, without so-
1: going into too much detail, because right. that was released on the podcast for this
0: week. Right. So. so, yeah. So anyway, so the bottom line is, is that once he said that, the dumbass kept his, um, kept, kept a string of everybody that he was sending it to him. We got the, we got what he said in a string, which he was telling everybody, Hey, write a letter against Philip Klein and his, your experiences with him.
1: And if you want to know more about that, subscribe to our episode that released this week
0: Yep, (laughs) or last
1: week when you listened to this, we're
0: kind of doing it backwards, aren't we? But anyway, um, the bottom line is this, is that you just don't, you don't understand. Again, I go back to what I just said. There's evil. There's evil, folks. And these people are evil that they do stuff like this to try to set someone up to get charges filed on them. I mean, who does that?
3: Has it worked yet, Philip? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. I mean, what is it? 400 to zero? I mean, it's just... But it, but it's part of this business. And if you're any good... I, I was told... So we do this thing called peer review, right? And these peer reviews are really good. And they look over our documents. I give them access to the file. We look over the documents, we do all that. and they look at it and and what I do is I try to get them to tell me, where was I wrong? Where did we go wrong? What did we do wrong? Now there are some investigatorial stuff that we have done wrong before, and that's fine. We, we've done some stuff wrong. But the bottom line is this, folks, there's stuff we've done really right. And so my thought pattern is this. If we've done this much right, why is, you know, why do people out there have an agenda? They don't know what we've done. They don't know what we haven't done. They know what they think we have done. But your bottom line is this, is that when you get federal agencies and you work with them all the time, one of the things I try to do is observe, listen, and watch. Okay? Our guy over in League City. Mm-hmm. What about him? Is he not great? Yeah. Tommy is maybe one of the best people that I've met in the FBI. And, and, and Tommy is just, you know, sit there and talk to him. We had lunch with him, and I don't know about you, but I absorbed everything. Yeah. That he was saying to me mm-hmm. because it was, I could see where I could do better and you always want to do better. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is this, look, and this is going to come back to what I'm going to say here in a minute, Caroline, is that I believe that to be a better investigator, you need to recognize that you're not the best investigator and that I do in this company and Taylor knows this. Is, is if I don't know, or I think I've done something right, or in a lot of cases, if I've done something wrong, I'll call my friends out in San Antonio. I'll call my friends over in Houston. I'll get with all these people that I work with that have these major investigation companies that are so smart and so good. I wish I was like them. I mean, I'm pretty smart and I'm pretty good, but I'm not on their schedule, on their level. Because they handle cases that, you know, forensics cases. I, I'm not doing forensics cases. I'll do short, small forensics cases, but I'm not going to do these major corporations. But I'll call them in to help me because they're smarter than me. Always bring somebody to the table that is smarter than you. And that's why we do peer reviews, right, Carolyn? Carolyn? That is true I mean you know where did I do wrong and the other thing is is you got to build a mode around you and
1: what can we do different and what can we learn
0: yeah you I mean, got, and build a mode around and you And we do
1: that with all of our big cases yep. so yep. Yep. anybody that says otherwise and
0: of course those guys that we do peer reviews with they call us when a, when a kid goes missing we're the first people they call yeah. what do we do what do we do? okay just take the case we, we can't handle
3: or it. consult with
0: them or consult. Yes, yes, yes.
3: That's what I've always said. I know what I know and I know what I don't know, but I know where to get the information that I don't know. You know, always go to the people that are smarter to handle, I mean, to give you.
0: Or say, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: (laughs) go ahead, never never mind. All right, well, that brings you. Everybody's done their pit and their peak, and you are last. So, why don't you hit us with it?
0: So, the hardest. Thing was this year, uh, I think, in this company, um, and I'm going to speak for the company. I guess I got to speak for me. The hardest thing for me this year is is the, um, I guess, just watching the people around me get attacked. I know how hard this is the pit. I know how I know how hard each of you in this room work. I, I employ you. I pay you. I try to communicate on, my, on on our level together. But when you get people that don't understand what you're doing or what you've done or what's going on, that's the pit for me. It makes me very frustrated. It doesn't make me angry because everybody's allowed to their opinion. But I I, I, I don't think people understand the emotionality of what goes on in this office. I don't think people understand the sleepless nights, the traveling, the, uh, well, it's kind of like when we walked in over here, the, the young lady over here in League City, uh, and she walked up, did you see her get, she get, walked right up and gave me a hug and said, thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You,
0: you you saved my life. I can't tell you the people that walked in this office.
1: And she still calls to this she day. She still calls me to office. this day
0: and says, you know, thank you if it wasn't for you. Uh, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have been able to do it uh, and, and where I am today. I think uh, the little Allen girl, I mean, my God, she's getting a – she's getting a uh, – uh, degree in electrical engineering and i think that that's just wonderful so i think my, my thought process and my thought pattern is that's been my low point of, of 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 having to deal with all that now the high point this is a family business there's a lot of outsiders that look into this family business and think they know what they know they don't know nothing We don't talk about our personal lives. We don't talk about the children, the grandchildren. So the peak of my thing this year was watching Caroline go up and accept this award for the investigator of the year in Texas. Saw a couple of the FBI agents in the back. You didn't get to see it. Well, you saw them. You shook hands with them that that that, <clears throat> that, that, yeah. that were excited. Taylor had a big smile on her face. Jane had a big smile on her face. Charlie had a big smile on his face. Because they all understand the job they do. And um, I don't know. I won that award win back in 2000-something
1: Well, apparently I never knew you won that award because I thought you were getting the award when they first started talking.
0: (laughs) That's because we made you think you were getting the award. So anyway, the bottom line is this, is that that was a pivotal moment in my life where I actually got to see my family stand up.
1: Sorry, that was me.
0: I got to see my family stand up and appreciate along with all the major, wouldn't you say, Jane, all the major investigators in the state of Texas. I, I, I actually got to see, uh, and your children, they were excited. You didn't know your children were coming. You know, we, we surprised her. Um, you know, Caroline leaned over to me when they started introducing the case, and she said, oh, I, you got it, Dad? And I was like, I just smiled at her. And then they started talking about the girl the female investigator, and then she looked at me and she goes, what? And tears broke out, and, uh, you know, everybody uh, everybody started crying. And, you know, it was, a, it was a great experience. So that was the peak in my, uh, of my year. Now, for the company, um, I think the teamwork that Charlie and Caroline and, and Taylor have put together for all of us old people, uh, that are investigators, that are trying to finish out our careers. I, I think that we, as a company, it, it, that's, that's a peak for the company. I'm talking about the company now. That was a peak for us. What was the pit is watching an organized group of people in a small town beat the hell out of one of our clients verbally threatening them there, I've said this a hundred times there, are, there is evil everywhere there is evil everywhere and we got to see some of the most evil people that I think I have ever seen in my entire life tear apart a family Now, they're going to have to stand up in court and explain to a jury one day what happened. If it makes it that far, I don't think it'll make it that far. They'll have to explain that. And I want to be on the front row, and I want to listen. I don't know about you, Jane. I want to be on the front row. I want to listen to that. You're an interrogator. I, I I want to hear the reasoning. Oh, it's personal because it was Mr. Klein? Well, if that's what you're going to go into court with... Good luck, because that can't even come in in a lawsuit. So it upsets me. I know these people. These people are good people. It is a situation that I don't ever in my lifetime want to see again. Uh, because you know I'm sitting here looking across from me right now to my son, and he's got his 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 youngest there, and he's rocking her in, in in his chair, and 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 she's just loving on him. And I I start thinking to myself, my God, if I were to ever lose Charlie, or if I was ever to lose Caroline, or God help me, if anybody ever touches one of my six grandchildren, I mean you 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 might as well go in a hole because I'm coming, and. I just I just don't understand the psyche of people. I mean, you're smarter than me. Do you understand that? Do you understand what I'm saying?
3: I totally get it. It's um I don't know. It's it's destroying someone without knowing really what's happened. It's just all rumor and conjecture and um twisting and editing and making things appear one way and they're not so it's it's um i feel bad for anyone who's wrongfully accused of something they didn't do and as far as that case goes i don't see any evidence that 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 family had anything to do with the disappearance and it's um it's hard to watch so i don't know it's um it's been, uh, it's been frustrating watching it happen, and I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that, which well, I kind of have a little bit, because <laughs> I'm, I'm associated with you. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Philip. <There> go. <laughs> but um, anyway, it's, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's bad to be publicly shamed for something that didn't, you didn't do. And, uh, you know, we've been on that particular case from the very beginning,
0: Four days
3: in. Not not for, not a week before it happened, like, somebody, like some have said, but four days in. So there's a lot of things that we know that we haven't released, that we're not going to release, and that we don't really want to discuss. Um, and then, you know, keyboard warriors are coming in and analyzing clips and pieces. They don't have everything we have. They don't have all of our interviews. They don't have all of our audio. They don't have a lot of... The, the things that we have did and where we went.
0: And it's none of their damn business. They're sticking their nose into... We got people... We got these Karens out there that stick their nose into situations where they, A, don't know the facts, B, don't know the conjecture on it, and C, the bottom line is they just don't know. And they stick their nose into these cases, and all of a sudden they're homicide investigators and you just you look at it and go, oh my God, w- where did you come from? Mm-hmm. Well, you you do you not have a life? I mean, it's crazy.
3: No, they don't have a life. <laughs> I mean, I have my own company in Atlanta, and I can't spend, you know, eight hours a day listening to hundreds of hours of recordings again. Um, to to analyze something, I don't know. I some of these people, I just wonder what they do for a living. <laughs> but but anyway, and, and that's a whole it, other episode. Well, yeah. Right? And
0: when you're out the, in Atlanta and you pick up the phone and you call down here and you call with Caroline or me or Charlie or whoever you're going to talk to that day, I love the attitude in your voice where you go, "Did you read this crap? <laughs> this is the biggest bunch of crap I've ever." And you and 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 for the people outside the vortex of the tornado, you guys don't understand. You know, when we know, but they say they know, there is no no. Mm-mm. But again, it's going to be what it's going to be. It's in the legal community now, and you're going to be deposed. I'm going to be deposed. Caroline, you're going to be deposed. Taylor, you want to be deposed? Bring it on. Eh, okay. Maybe. Charlie, you want to be deposed? Sounds like fun. Cope, Cope, you wanna be, do you want to be deposed? Yes, yeah. she says. <laughs> That'll
3: be a good I one. mean, it's... Bring it's, lots of cookies. That's a whole other episode, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that mm-hmm. is.
1: And with that, we are running out of time. So, any last thoughts for the year? Start. Or what do you hope for... What do you hope 2023... Huh, 2023 brings?
3: Well since my last 30 days have been horrible. I had a wonderful vacation. Then I came home with COVID and then, um, I had to put my cat down and then my mother fell and broke her pelvis. And then now my back is out for sleeping in a recliner for however long. And then the hospital room,
4: <laughs> what I'm, a ready, month.
3: I'm ready for this month to be over. So I wish everyone health and, and happiness and prosperity next year. And, you know, there's a lot of, I noticed a lot of young people are dying, um, and when i say young i'm talking 50s and 60s they're just dropping dead of whatever and just treat your loved ones with love and care and respect and let them know every day that they're special to you because you never know tomorrow they could be gone um it's life is short it's too short for a bunch of hate it's too short for um not forgiving. So anyway, I just wish everyone a very prosperous 2023 and the families of all the missing that we work. Um, know that we've never left your side and we're not going to until we get closure on some of these cases. And we, we get a lot of, um, of, um, People that ask us, you know, what are you doing on this? I haven't heard any updates. It doesn't mean we're not doing anything. It just means that there's nothing to update and we're working behind the scenes. So anyway, I just wish everyone a very happy new year and um, be safe and uh, stop the hate.
2: Stop the hate. We're going to get shirts made. Charlie. Uh, Let's see. 2023. 2023. I'm going to be bringing y'all the video podcast style. That's our big goal here. Hopefully, we'll have it for the first podcast of 2023. So, you'll be getting it live and on YouTube. Are you going to steal my hot chocolate? No.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, not the hot chocolate.
2: No, I'm not stealing hot chocolate. Do I steal your coffee?
1: You don't drink coffee. That's not the problem. That's right. And you, I have but, a high... Why are we debating hot chocolate? I have a high probability that it was your grandkids that made hot chocolate.
0: And who made my grandkids?
1: They make them themselves.
0: No, no, them no, no, no. Who made my
2: grandkids?
1: Oh. Well, that's oh, you know, the point. Yeah,
2: okay. There it is. Oh, Lord. Okay. So any of you out there want to send Philip a Christmas gift? He likes hot chocolate. Send that <laughs> up here. And I take then, it no. with me when I travel too.
3: Or he drinks Dr. I guess Pepper the, with cream soda uh, in a Lord. coffee cup to make everybody think he's drinking coffee. <laughs> Zero
4: sugar, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, that's Taylor. See, Noted. she looks on the pile on the positive side of things. You asked me why I like Taylor so much. That's one of the reasons right there.
1: Well, Taylor, speaking of positivity, what do you hope 2023 brings?
4: Okay. Um your last month sounds a lot like mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. I've had a pretty bad month. But uh, overall, the year was good.
0: It turned out pretty good at the end of the year. So
4: 2023, Mm -hmm. I'm just excited to learn more because I am on the newer side of being an investigator. So I want to learn more and grow in that aspect. So I think I'm just excited to see what this company (laughs) has in store for me. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) All right. And so for me, for 2023, I set a goal for 2022 to open up. Like a new supervision name, which is Camp Quan Supervisions, and get like it's a DBA under our company.
0: Oh no! Is it an LLC? What is it? An incorporated? Oh, is God. it a you know? I, 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 I can't. My anyways, God.
1: I've already addressed it, but it's a legit supervision company for all you haters that hate. And um, anyway, so my 2023 goal is. Do you to think have, those haters? I got to interject. Hang on. Me? Do you
0: think those haters ever understand how stupid they look?
1: No, they don't. Okay. I, I just don't think they care how stupid they look.
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: Um. So my goal for 2023, A, is obviously to um, bring home more missing, more of the missing children, people. Um, that's I want always a goal game. every year.
0: I want blasting game.
1: Right. But my other personal professional goal is to open up a um, location that is more um, towards like Beaumont, Lumberton area. Um, We have a lot of people from Jasper and other areas that are looking for it. So I need um, another office open to be able to um, hold more, have more, grow. And so that's going to be my 2023 goal.
2: Very good.
0: What's yours? Stay above the dirt. Oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) What is my goal for this year? My goal for this year is cope, cope. What's my goal for this year? What time is it? Do you know what time it is? What time is it?
1: She's being shy now. Oh, Sp- say it in goes. the uh, microphone.
0: Papa time. Is it... What is it? Papa time. Papa time. Papa time. That's Papa time. my girl. That's my girl. Um, no, I. Uh, my goal for this year. Um. You know, I guess my goal for this year is is try to do something good for someone every day. I you'd be so surprised how blessed you can become by doing something good every day. You know, you guys get on my butt because somebody will come up here and say, hey, can you, can you run this license plate for me and I have them sign off on the waiver? And then I charge, you know, I get the license plate for them and it's usually something silly. And then they turn around and look at me and go, well, how much do I owe you for that? And I'll go, you don't owe me anything. And they go, why? I said, well, just do something good, pass it forward. I hope this year everyone does something good for someone, and passes it forward. Just pass it forward. Uh, There's a lot of little things we do in our community down here to pass it forward. I'm a big believer on that. I was a volunteer firefighter medic in our city for a long, long time until I retired about a year and a half ago. My mind thought was, I already have the education and the training. Why not apply it? And so I'd always believe that every time I went into a house looking for a child like my granddaughter or looking for a, you know, standing on top of a overturned semi in the middle of the freeway or whatever, I, yeah, it was dangerous. But you know what? It was a way for me to give back to the community what the community has given to me. And I guess that comes back to my father. So I'm going to pick that this year to make sure that everywhere I go, I do something good and pass it forward. It's like... You know, everybody in this room gets furious at me because when I go in and get a what am I drinking today? Diet Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar with cream soda. Um, they get furious with me because it costs what, a dollar fifty-seven and I I I give the two dollars and the change comes back to me and I say, put it in the change thing or could you pass it forward? Or going through a McDonald's or a Burger King or whatever I'm doing that day. And the change comes back, and I always give the change, I said, pass it back. Or if a police officer's there, you know, buy, I want to buy behind me in a drive through line, I'll buy their drinks or something, whatever. The point is, is do something good for somebody, and you and, and you'll be surprised how it will pay itself forward for our communities, for you, for your businesses, for everything. So that's kind of what I'm thinking.
1: All right, well, that's good. Okay, well, this wraps up our end-of-the-year episode.
0: How's everybody <laughs> feeling? How you feeling, Coco? Nope, she got nothing to say. Janie, go ahead.
3: I feel good, except for my back. <laughs> Taylor? Anyway, just happy <laughs> New Year. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, great. go ahead. No, I just happy changed. New Year. Happy New Year, okay.
1: Yes, yeah. we want to thank all of our listeners for giving us another year of your listens. We've got over 30,000. Um, Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. yeah.
0: You're right. 30 Which, if you're you know, on the
1: grand nine. scheme, somebody might say, oh, that's not enough. But for this little business out of Nederland, Texas, that everybody told us, oh, this would never work. This would never be a thing. Y'all could never do this. And here we are.
0: Y'all are stupid.
1: Almost at the end of year two, come February. So um, with that, we wish you all a happy new year. We will see you in 2023.
0: And in uh, my, my final thought is please have a great Christmas and have a great new year with your families, spend some time with them. And, uh, like I said, do something good for somebody.
1: All right. Well, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, we're on all pod- podcast forums. You can, uh, platforms. You can also find us on Facebook at the Klein files, and we will see you in 2023.
3: Bye. Bye. Adios. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>